Cool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Mr. Alex Morand. All right, my tagline this week I think could apply to many housewives. I want you to pick who you think deserves it. I deserve to be rich. Now serve me, bitch. Oh. Because there's a definite attitude that is maybe my biggest pet peeve with housewives where we get reminded over and over again how they were once in their life poor, but now deserve to be rich. Which you can make the argument that like most people like start their life out without money. You know, like a so, baby. Like, Babies don't and, have any money. that argument, like everyone deserves to be rich. I don't know. My pick for now is Chanel. Okay. I'm gifting this tagline to Nina. Make those fries fucking happen. That's who I was going to give it to, that I want fries. Mm. What does she mm. think they're going to do? I think people don't understand how restaurants work. Oh, we'll get into the Nina Fry thing later. Okay, good, good, good. All right, we're also joined by my lovely sister, Miss Julia Baker. Pigs and people do not trust me. Is that for Sutton? Yeah. Why is Diana so hung up on the vegetarian who eats bacon thing? Diana and Garcelle are coming from the same place. And the hypocrisy is ridiculous. So Garcelle hates it when they all say they love each other when they clearly don't. That's a huge trigger for her. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because she's put a lot of work into her relationship with Sutton. And so when Sutton's just giving love willy-nilly, Garcelle takes offense. And then Diana is now just meeting these women thinking like, what the hell? Yeah. But I also have a read on Diana that like that book was brought up and she knows any more attention that book will keep on fueling the madam rumors so (laughs) she's also in an erica like way jumping on the let's focus on sutton bandwagon yeah i also took to the internet to look for her book it's no longer available on amazon.com though it was five hundred dollars on amazon.com because i think they're not publishing it anymore so i think people are just selling their used copies and that's how it's five hundred dollars and the Amazon description gave a list of 20 people who were in it who were all very A-list. Lisa Rinna did not make the top 20 cut. She was, I'm assuming, under the and more. So I was going to save it for Beverly Hills. Let's get it out of the way right now because it's kind of convoluted. Um, a Instagram account put two pictures of Diana, one from her confessional and one just from a scene that says, my mind can't comprehend that this is the same woman Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Diana then said, it can't feel good being a black content creator. To which everybody said, huh? (laughs) And then um, Diana later posted, Crystal woke me up, screaming at me, demanding to know what I meant by this comment. I assumed black content creator, in quotes, was a title referring to the page that focused on snarky content. I copied the term because I thought that that's what it meant. I didn't realize it was referring to you as a young black woman and content creator. Please understand that I am not from this country. And then she put the at Philly Diva. So deeply sorry. I'm devastated this was taken to mean something racially insensitive. Oh, shoot. So, like, I, at first I was like, shut the fuck up. And no, then I'm like, black, oh, man. No, it's like black humor. Yeah, but- black content. Mm-hmm, Ugh. Mm-hmm. I was speaking to someone, and they said instead of um, congestion, they kept saying constipation, and it took me a second hilarious, to get what they were saying. Hilarious. <laughs> but it's on, but, like, these things just happen 
we're just, sadly, none of us are bilingual, so we don't know what it feels like to fuck up like this. Totally, and that makes way more sense. It can't feel good mm-hmm. being, a, like, let's just pretend she means, like, an African-American mm-hmm. content creator. What? But it can't feel good being a snarky content creator. It makes way more sense. Right. That coming out in tandem with more of the madam stuff. <laughs> anyway, it's been a rough week for Diana. Well, Elizabeth, what's your tagline? All right, my tagline this week. You guys are going to get it immediately. I'm the gift that keeps on giving, and my gifts are very inconvenient. Oh my gosh, this is Chanel. Who, speaking of bilingual people on mm-hmm. Bravo shows, it's always tricky to watch when like they're clearly making fun of one of these women who is bilingual for mm-hmm. like not getting a word right. Yes! She wasn't using verbatim properly, and it's like, it's not that funny to me, because it's like, this person's like so much smarter than I'll ever be. She knows two languages, and like we're supposed to think it's funny that like she doesn't know this... Word that most people don't even know. I don't know. Dang, I'm a bad bitch in four languages. Oh, that's right. Quadrilingual. Also, I was trying to think of the last time I used the word verbatim. It's It's not an everyday word. I don't say it. It doesn't have the same effect as like Kathy Hilton. Not knowing what hunky-dory is. Yeah, Kathy's got no excuse for that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, we got off a little bit of a tangent, but I think we want to start with Dubai. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. All right, Dubai. Do you think anybody needs to apologize for the hen party? Chanel wants Caroline S. to apologize for not inviting her, and Caroline S. is not picking it up. I don't think that this needs to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, Alex has fallen asleep at the mere mention of this storyline. Alex cannot agree more. Look, all I can say is not every new Bravo show can have the inciting incident of you smell like a hospital. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> this is a far cry from that. <laughs> And the saddest thing is I think the producers are trying so hard to create conflict and all they can come up with is Caroline S. not showing up to events here and there. And they're trying to use that Mm -hmm. to instigate a row. But like if we take notes from what happened in Atlanta, Drew decides she's not going to go to an event and then she's showing up. We have to, like, I have so much to say about Atlanta, so I've got to keep us on track. So the fact oh, yeah. that Caroline S. is just bebopping around with her three children, I mean two children and a fiance. <laughs> Do I count the dogs too? So like eight children. I know she has, you know, a lot of hard nannying work ahead of her, but like, is that drama for us? I also have to say that we had a whole scene where Caroline S. and Nina told each other why they didn't like each other when they first met is because they found each other boring. I'm like, funny, I find both of you boring well, right now. Well, we just met them, so we gotta move this <laughs> oh along. Nina's whole thing was that, you know, people think I'm boring, but it's just because, like, I'm not acknowledging their presence. Well, you're clearly not acknowledging the audience, Nina. No. no. Okay, can I slide in with some hot goss on the Instagram front r- round, too? Mm-hmm. So, by the way, I just want to point out, I just said instagram font and not instagram front see it happens yeah. verbatim it happens this mm-hmm, speaks happen mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal if we focused a whole season on me doing that nobody would watch our show you don't have to say everything verbatim <laughs> so is that the right way to use that word yeah verbatim means like literally <laughs> no, word i know word. i just said it it kind of didn't mean bravo's made julia self-conscious <laughs> Um, so Caroline S's man, say Sergio, um, had tweets 
resurface. One was deleted, and I don't remember what that one was, but, you know, the internet never forgets. And the other one said something about, like, everybody here is, and then N-word. And then if you're like, oh, maybe this is one of those situations, nope, because then he put an emoji where you can change (laughs) the color of people's faces with the blackest skin color. So just casually using the n-word and it like was in a quote-unquote positive way like it wasn't like angry but it's you can't do that my no dear. you're not allowed to use that word no so like it rough times for all he's young enough to know to delete that shit too it was from 2016 if i remember correctly so mm-hmm. you know people like to act like oh I've, I've learned so much like dude that was not like long ago enough to say you were a different person although i'm sure he was like what 12 at the time also imagine tweeting something like that and like if you give him the benefit of the doubt of oh he maybe he forgot he tweeted that and like that's bad too that like you have it in you to forget you tweeted something like exactly that. <laughs> that's even worse it's so casual you could just kind of just like erase it from your mind mm-hmm. the funniest thing about this episode was that we've been confused over the past few weeks is Chanel Ainon Chanel, or is she Ainon, or what is her name? Is it a first-last situation? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Lisa, when she was booking models, also got confused because <laughs> Chanel Ainon applied, essentially, to be a model under both names, and then when only one person showed up, Chanel's like, hello. And instead of being like, this person is a mess, kind of not truthful and can't get her schedule straight, Lisa's like, we are now best friends. Lisa's continuing the tradition of calling her two names. Yes. And she's also continuing the tradition of just cleaning up her mess by taking care of this damn goat. I really love these two's friendship, and it's kind of the only thing I'm watching right now. I wish I would like Sarah more, but her running around telling us that she's such a rebel. Girl boss. (laughs) Show us your counterpart then because you just look like an american woman i'm not seeing like we've been saying i can't see the contrast with your rebellion because everybody is running around in crop tops you know like you are no different different from Mm -hmm. what you've been presenting that's that's the weirdest thing and i picked up more of it this episode and i thought that we were going to get what i wanted which was like look at these cultural differences look how different dubai is but then they say how it's different and instead of saying, and so this is how I live my life, they say, but you can do anything you want here. As long as you're strong. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, you fight for your right to crop the top. But right now, I'm not on board with Dubai still. We'll see. But, meh. Alex, how do you feel about it? She had me, and then she lost me at NFTs. That's oh, sad. God, yeah. There was a really funny Sergio moment, to go back to Sergio for a sec, <laughs> where Caroline S. is kind of talking about how she wants to like get rid of that one dog. And then Sergio, in an attempt to be cool with Caroline's son, says, I will leave you before the dog goes. Am I right, Zach? High five. And then they high five over that. That just that was the one time I felt bad for a cast member in this show so far. It's so bad for Caroline in that moment. Otherwise, I feel nothing towards these people. This is my least favorite of the shows by far. I, you don't want to know. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I better take it back later. I'd rather watch Dallas than this. Mm. That is not a good sign. No. Mm-hmm. Well, Dallas, they had a built-in chemistry at least. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for Beverly Hills? Yes. Yes. All right. Beverly Hills. There's really only one thing I want to talk about. 
I'm sure we'll talk about other things, but the Crystal and Friends situation. 14 Friends. I feel like we're in the Deandra 13 fiance realm. This is a wild amount of people. Okay, I have two things. Number one, is it the ch- like chicken or egg? Did Crystal not fit in so they won't let her in or they won't let her in because she doesn't fit in? Because Kyle makes that weird comment about like, well, she just doesn't mesh with us. Second point. Crystal had to say why she said the dark comment, and yet we are getting this, oh, she does this to all of her friends, hot gossip both Rena and Sutton have heard, but they are not happy to reveal their source. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's just go back to having 14 friends. Mm. This is, it's all so bizarre to also, me. Also, you're saying one of those 14 friends wouldn't take to the internet and also give that. us some good? I... I call shenanigans on this. Well, like, 14 people is so exact. Who's doing this headcount? There's an Excel spreadsheet. It's wild. This I gotta say. so insane. I, I agree that someone must should have, like, gone on the internet and talked about it at this point. You're mm-hmm. right about that. But if it is true, I think it does really explain Crystal's behavior and kind of, like, makes her make sense to me in a way. Just the idea of, like, a big friend group just dropped her. Because she is mm-hmm. so, like, nervous around everyone, so trying to find her way in. And unfortunately, she's making the misstep of, well, I'm going to target one person in this group, which was what she did with Sutton last year, which also might be telling for why she lost that previous friend group. I mean, it'll get to a point where maybe she just starts, like, targeting a lot of people within the group. I think it makes sense as a character study. I think that she is broken from losing a bunch of friends and is now struggling to find the new group, but... Oh, Alex, interesting. Do you think she lost those friends because she came on this show? From the brief things I read, um, it was a lot of, like, saying one thing to a friend's face and then immediately, like, having the opposite behavior. Like, some of the friends reportedly, like, really wanted to be on Housewives of Beverly Mm. Hills, and she would make fun of them and be like, I would (gasps) never be on that show. That sounds so stupid. So it is about the show. So that was kind of her. Okay. Yeah. I also always find it suspicious. I mean, I love Lucy, her housekeeper, but we spend a lot of time with Lucy. I think that's her best friend. I think that's her best friend, and she's on the payroll. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, so is mm-hmm. Mikey. Erica Jane's man. Is he anymore? Is he? <laughs> is How he, is she? He's a Sonia Morgan intern at this point. Hold on. We didn't talk about him in Dubai, but thoughts on Michael? Oh, the, the plastic surgeon guy. Oh, my God. You've already forgotten. <laughs> I thought it was so funny that they were using one of their procedures that they definitely are trying to sell people as like a little torture device. And they were all standing around <laughs> laughing. That was a wild scene. <laughs> all right. I just think Brooks it's funny that, it. and we'll go back to Beverly Hills right after this, but I think it's funny that um, the producers were probably like, this is a fun guy at this party. This show is dead. We need to bring that guy back. We need to just force him in this situation. And then he just shows up. Okay, he was on the yacht. He's the bald guy in the yacht. That's hilarious. Yeah, because he just shows up for that that scene for no reason. There's no explanation. He just walks in the room like, hey, what's going on here? I thought he was the doctor. 
doctor. I thought he was the doctor. He was just a guy. Oh my gosh. No. I, we assumed he was the doctor. Oh <laughs> that was my just gosh. the friend. That was Caroline's friend. Oh my gosh. If you're sitting in a doctor's room and a man comes in and says, they told me only one person was going to be in here. Hi, I'm Michael. You'd assume that man's yeah. the doctor. Wow, Alex. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. Oh my God. All right. Anything else to say about Beverly Hills? Now back to Beverly Hills. Um, Crystal <laughs> um, cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. And that's all I got to say. Big cry episode. The idea that Sutton is relentless was very funny to me. That was one of <laughs> Erica's very manipulative moves against Crystal to be like, you, you gotta you gotta shut her down. She's relentless. You see how she came after me? She's coming after you. Where, I mean, I'm not crazy and think Sutton's just purely a defensive person. Because uh-huh. right? I'm feeling gaslighted by this show at this point. <laughs> <laughs> also, if from Crystal's point of view, if Erica is saying she's gonna do what she did to me, a uh, total criminal... Like, if you're putting yourself in the same boat, that should be the biggest red flag to Crystal. If she can't see that. She doesn't. I do feel bad for Crystal, though. The internet has, like, totally turned against her and is being, like, really, really cruel. And I just think that would be pretty hard. Like, it would be, but, like, you're on a reality TV yeah. show. Don't hold out a carrot and then take it away. Like, give us what you got yep. or don't say anything at all. Yeah. Good point. All right. Okay, are we ready for Atlanta? Yes. All right, Atlanta... Drew and Sonia, but I got to start with Sonia. I was on board with Sonia. I was like, yes, she's bringing up the rings at that dinner that Candy had. This is going so great. Sonia's kind of starting to lose me. Mm-hmm. She's all over the place. She started by saying, Drew, we need to have this talk. You're causing all these fights. And I think that you want me to back you up. And I just can't. Drew never asked her to do that. And Drew's like, wait, what? And then Sonia's like, anyway, you can't come to my party because of that. And Drew's like, huh? And then Sonia's like, Drew's trying to come for me. Like, <laughs> Drew's just confused in the corner. If you're making me be on Drew's side, there's something wrong. And then Drew shows up to the party and she's like, Drew's here? And Drew's like, huh? Like, what? Well, I know what's bothering me about Sonia. It's the Dr. Wendy from Potomac effect Mm. of she's going to really stand by the whole, my previous accomplishments like preclude me from being at fault for anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's going to fall back all the time on how she's this world-class athlete and like, she's so accomplished and therefore what you say is like moot. It's Mm going to get annoying. Mm -hmm. I can tell. Yeah. She's also so obvious with what she's doing. Like, she's obviously trying to create conflict with Drew to give herself a good storyline. Because Drew is not a fan favorite. She's the easiest to, like, hit. We can't go after Candy or Kenya. also delightfully (laughs) only invited Candy and Kenya to her Mommy Nation Black Friday (laughs) photo shoot event because they had the most followers. Bravo laid it out for us. It was we got a bar graph when candy was pleading with kenya not to walk out and they're like candy's like i really like her you gotta be nice and kenya's like i know that's why i haven't walked out that was the cutest exchange i think atlanta is just it's just so much fun to watch beautiful women do beautiful Mm -hmm. things on my television like pose for a black friday event so mad. And they just do it. And like, you know that they would all expect to be paid. Like Candy was throwing Kenya under the bus, but Candy makes money. Yes. They Candy did, did a not get huge favor and Sonia mm-hmm. did not realize what favor they were doing for her. And no. that made me mad. 
Um, at this point, I just need Kenya stirring up drama and Candy's reaction shots, and I would be happy. They could do whatever. They can have, like, a clip show. I don't care. They they are so funny together, and Candy's mm-hmm. constantly so surprised by the world around her. Can we talk about how cute Drew was to be the Sheree baking guru for Sheree's party that she wasn't allowed to be at? And she was like making cupcakes. At first, I felt like it was the Sex in the City thing when Miranda's making Steve's girlfriend birthday cupcakes and Carrie's like, put down the frosting. First, I was going to scream at Drew, put down the frosting. But no, these cupcakes were made with love and it was a true peace offering I her and Sheree. And I'm yeah. loving the idea of having a Sheree Marlo Drew alliance because ooh, I feel like ooh, that ooh, is that gonna be fun. They're they're so chaotic in their own mm-hmm. ways. It would be beautiful. I really like Drew. This is the first episode that I was like, I love Drew. I love when she came in with her little messy bun. Gonna have to go pick up the kids for school. Then she leaves and it's like dark outside. I hope somebody picked up those kids. That's all I can say. I felt bad for Drew. I mean, seeing the uh, the like graph of everyone's followers and seeing how drop dead last Drew is made me be like, oh, dropped it with Drew. Uh, I just feel bad for her. And now I kind of like want her to have a win or at least have people on her side for once. Me too. And I think that like she is very messy. But I think she needs somebody to help her, kind of like Sonya needs somebody to help her lay out, like, the map of how she's going to be messy. Drew needs somebody to, like, kind of put her on the right path to be messy. Because she actually, can use that messiness for good. Actually, Elizabeth, Sonya's doing that. Sonya has never made Drew look better. Or Drew has never looked better until because Sonya, of Sonya went after her. Sonya's helping her do that. The irony. Didn't that happen to somebody else? We said that if they just left them alone, this problem would have solved itself. Summer House. It was Summer House. Uh, Hannah doing it to Kyle. If Hannah just let Kyle be himself. Oh, yes. He would have, you know, dug his own grave, Mm -hmm. but said she looked Mm -hmm. crazy. Sonya is Hannah-ing herself. Yeah, when people start try to overproduce Mm -hmm. themselves, we see the cracks. And everyone else around them wins. Does anyone have a hot Mike Marlowe? I have an on Mike Marlowe. The last like 10 minutes are just a beautiful display of on Mike Marlowe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just when she's going off on everyone for no reason. It's so funny. But Julia, you got one? I am Batman, bitch, but my name is Fendi and I'm here to save the day. <laughs> when she had Fendi on speed dial. I think we're going to get an amazing opening scene of Marlowe just losing her mind at this party. I will say my favorite, uh, my on Mike Marlowe for this episode is let me check my notes here. She says bitch, I think 100 times. Oh my the gosh. Of the um during the charade party. Yes. And every time made me laugh. <laughs> bitch, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said bitch a lot. It was pretty funny. We'll have oh. to have a bitch count. All right. Are we ready for awards? Yes. Yes. All right. Awards. My award is the Luann Nail Cha Award. Um, there are a set of earrings by Chanel where one of your ears says Sha and the other says Nell. So your face says Chanel. However, Luann wore them backwards. And so it said Nelcha. Um, <laughs> I wore this to Lisa from Dubai who also wore them backwards this week and gave us a lovely round two of Nelcha. So maybe, I don't know, maybe Chanel needs to have some, like, right-left stickers on the back of those things. <laughs> Alex, your award. The Top Gun Maverick Award. 
in honor of the recent film release of Top Gun Maverick goes to Dorit. Oh. Who, at one point in this episode, triggered by a sound that scared her, launched into the song Goodness Gracious Great Balls of Fire, which is the classic Top Gun song. So very timely, Dorit. Your trauma is very timely. (laughs) (laughs) My Camille Grammer Honest Breakup Award I'm going to give to Sheree because Camille Grammer came off as fake in Beverly Hills, but then we saw Kelsey Grammer dump her and you never felt mm-hmm. more genuine despair. And that genuine despair is also seen in a photo of poor Sheree sitting, crying, crying at a table in Philadelphia with no man's. And I just love a good genuine breakup moment because I feel like they put their guard down a bit Mm -hmm. when that happens. And thank you, Sheree, for letting us in. I appreciate you. I think that Sheree just needs a simple lay. And what was her chip of choice during this sad time? Simply lays. (laughs) These shows are poetry. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Um, next week is going to be a little different because where are we going next week, you guys? To see a cabaret star, Countess Luann. So next week, instead of having our normal sewed, we will have a quickie review of what I'm assuming will be the best yes. day of our lives. Yes. Well, we go and see the Countess Luann in person. So I'm so excited. We all have our Countess Luann cosplay ready to go. We got Alex's sequin jumpsuit. Oh, yes. It's going to be great. And then when we're back for our normal episodes, we get Southern Charm, guys. Hooray. <laughs> do, do, do. Oh, no. It is an ecstatic hooray for me. I watched the preview. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at like uncool podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.